your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And as always, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. It is always appreciated. So on today's episode, I always enjoy uh, talking to the everyday fan. And uh, I think as the season goes on, I want to do that more and more. Did it? kind of in the very early stages of this podcast. Uh, and I still do. I mean, if you follow me on on Twitter, you know, there's a lot of interacting that goes on there. We did the green room uh, towards the end of last year. And they got, you know, as many fans as possible involved in that. And I kind of want to start getting back into doing that. So uh, if you remember Devin Ruff, who has been on once before, he was involved in those green rooms, obviously. Uh, he, I got him back on the show today, and we are going to kind of just talk about where things are with the Avalanche. And, and that's what I like to, why I like to do these things, uh, to get your perspective on the Avalanche. And sometimes people are very just, you know, they'll always defend the Avalanche. They can uh, never do anything wrong. And, you know, they always have a reason why things didn't go the way that they do. And then you have the other people who are like, they always do things wrong and it's everybody's fault. And, you know, it's it's either they, they win or if they, they lose, you know, the sky is falling. And I love both of those dynamics. So uh, we're going to have Devin on to get his side of things and how he feels the offseason went. Uh, but first things first. Social media outlets, follow the show if you want to get involved in stuff like this. So uh, on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche, you can shoot me a message on there. Uh, also, Instagram, search Locked on Avalanche. Send uh, questions, comments, concerns, opinions again, or if you would want to do something like this, to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And you can follow the show's YouTube page, uh, search for Locked on Avalanche. This episode is not going to be on YouTube. Devin didn't have video capabilities, so uh, we didn't go that route. So this one is is audio podcast form only. Uh, but yeah, this is it's just it's fun to you know sometimes when you're breaking down uh, you know a, a preseason game or regular season game, uh, and you kind of get like thrown like a little bit too much into the details of things and sometimes it's nice to just talk to fans and just like hey how you feel that the team is doing and like i said sometimes they come out with the team is terrible even though if they're a first place team team is terrible you know they lost to a terrible team uh, and even when they're playing well like you have that insatiable fan uh, and then you have the other fan that just absolutely love the avalanche and sometimes you have people that fall in somewhere in between so, um, like I said, we're going to get to Devin here in a second and, and kind of get, and he did go to a game. He did go to the, the first preseason game at home against Minnesota. So I talked to him about that, talked to him about, uh, any players that he feels are going to break out. We talk about 
who in the division could challenge the avalanche? Um, and one is I agree with, um, and the other, I mean, I agree with both of them. I'll say that, but, uh, the, the, the second one, that's why I like this because everybody has their own opinion. I don't want to spoil it because I want Devin to uh, have his moment to say who he thinks. Not not that they're going to challenge the Avalanche for first place, but uh, could be towards the top of the division. And that's what makes the sport great. That's what makes the division great. It's because you just never know. And you have to let the season play out. Uh, a team could rise to the occasion. Teams are going to have injuries. You have no idea. So... Um, it's always fun to do stuff like this. So please, if, if this is something, you, you know, you listen to the conversation that Devin and I have, it's very easy. It's very relaxed. Something that you want to do. And if you've been a longtime listener, you've heard people do it all the time. You hear Kyle all the time on. That's how he started. He just sent me an email and said, hey, I want to come on and talk some avalanche. Absolutely. And now he's on pretty much every week. So uh, definitely shoot me a line in one of those ways, through Twitter, through email, Instagram, however I'm easy to get a hold of. And we'll just talk some avalanche or talk hockey. It's very easy. Everyone has survived. So, uh, all right, before we get to Devin, let's just uh, hear from DirecTV. And you does this sound familiar to you? You have got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that you stream your favorite television shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for everything else. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. And it's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. And you can learn more at directtv.com. Once again, that website is directtv.com. Also, a brand new app. Well, they're a brand new sponsor that has a brand new app. And anybody that buys gas needs to know about Get Upside. And my listeners. I know my listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. You just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play. Use the promo code HOCKEY and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. So that's up to 50 cents of cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump. You can get cash back using Get Upside. Like I said, just download the app. It's free. And at login, you use the promo code hockey and you will get 50 cents gallon cash back for every, or excuse me, on your first tank. And some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. And there is no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account and you can cash out anytime to a bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card to Amazon and other brands. So once again, just download the free Get Upside app and use that promo code HOCKEY to get up to 50, 50 cents cash back on your first tank of gas. All right, so let's uh, jump into the conversation that I had with Devin Ruff. These are always fun and enjoyable, 
And I think you're going to enjoy the conversation that I have with him. All right, let's go. All right, everybody, welcome back. And with me on the phone, I always like getting kind of uh, good like fan perspectives because I am one and uh, I like getting, you know, it's fun to have, you know, the John Butchergrosses of the world on and the Connor McGahee's on, but I always like getting, you know, your everyday fan on the show as well. And you might know Devin from kind of the green rooms that we've done in the past. Um, if you follow on uh, Twitter, every once in a while, he'll throw something up on Twitter as well. Uh, but Devin Ruff is here with me. He's been on before outside of the green rooms, right? Devin, you've been on yeah. once or twice. I don't, was once. it just the one time? It was just the one time. Yeah. Right. We were talking about the playoffs, I believe. Right. So I figured, you know, get him back in here before the season starts so he can uh, kind of discuss what he thinks is going to happen with the Avalanche this year. Um, and we can start right off of you've already attended a game. There's been uh, the, the second preseason game against Minnesota. You were there, right? Yes, I was. How, Good how, seats. How, I was what? right behind the net of the Avs. So now it didn't got to look see like the whole aspects. It didn't look like you know it wasn't a sellout by any stretch. So no. were those the seats that you purchased, or did you kind of move down a little bit? Did they let people do that? Uh, they did not let us move down, but um, those were the seats I was given. Um, and they were actually, I mean, beautiful seats. It was all yeah. because I donated some of my uh, used hockey gear to the uh, that uh, used equipment drive oh, nice. that the Avs did a few weeks ago. So very nice. All right, cool. So what was it like then? Like you got, I mean, this is the first time you've been at a game since when? uh gosh uh before covid <laughs> yeah right so uh 2019 i think was my last game i attended so and even though there you know there wasn't a ton of people could you just feel that you know the, the energy of feel, people oh yeah right they're just waiting just, for avalanche hockey to like really get underway yeah it's just like it's just that energy is like the hype i think is bigger than last year it's like yeah. there's actually the energy that this team is going to do it. And we're going to be holding that cup at the end of the year. Now, what was it? Cause a lot of people are looking at Eric Johnson and, you know, can he just stay healthy? He's a big part of the team. If he can stay healthy and his, his first preseason game, he nets two goals. Was it just people, was it just eruption there when he did that? Oh yeah. His first one, I think everyone just erupted and it was just like, it was just like, EJ's back, you know, <laughs> right. You know, you, you got that statement. It's just like, it was just, everything was just exciting. And I, th I think he's going to have a big year along with some of the new guys that we're bringing on and well, some of the guys there. we drafted. Let's start there. Who, you know, there's always players that you don't really expect, or maybe that you do expect to finally break out and have a great year. Um, what do you think? Like looking to kind of like your Devin's mirror ball and, and who do you think is, is, is going to be that player that uh, maybe he's already a household name, but just hasn't come around yet. Maybe like last year, Tyson Jost kind of broke out of it a little bit. We expect a little bit more from him this year, but is there anybody that you have your eye on, uh, that people are going to say like, Oh, he really had his coming out party. I've, I've got, I've got two, uh, mm -hmm. Well, one's a, uh, I think will be a rookie is Sample Ranta. Uh, I think he, he's, he's, he's projected that to, I think that second or third line winger, and he's just, he's going to have that, you know, 
I, I, I saw a post on Facebook the other day. Someone posted that Sampo Ranta's the next Miko Rantanen. And Ooh, I wouldn't, man. I wouldn't say I, w- I was like, whoa, whoa, slowly roll. I wouldn't go that <laughs> far, but I mean, I do expect him to have play a key role as long as some veteran guys um, looking at the preseason uh, game. Um, it looked like Kadri was ready to, to br- break out into his role of, right. you know, being that second, uh, second line center to, uh, just have that breakout year, not get suspended, and just play with that. And <laughs> but still play the cadre way and get uh, play with fire and intensity to get do whatever it takes to get a win. Yeah, I think Ranta. I, I would agree with you on on Ranta, and I, I think he's having a great preseason. Um, you know, great preseason based on that one game, but just training camp seems like he uh, after every training camp and, and Jared Bednar is talking to the media it seems like he's always singing the praises of Sampo Ranta. So we didn't know going into the year who's kind of getting that, I guess, last forward spot, really. Um, I would have to say, like, I think he's the favorite to get that. And yeah, I think uh, in the Miko Ranta in comparison, uh, not this year, but I mean, maybe in, in years to come, come. Yeah, you could say like, wow, he, he is kind of like a, a carbon cutout because he's still growing and he's still filling out, but he's still he's already kind of a pretty good sized body. Um, I agree with you, man. I think he's going to have a really good season. And I think the fact that he is he's going to be on, you know, in all likelihood to start the season, uh, the fourth line doesn't put too much pressure on him. Like I think Alex Newhook is going to have, but I think Newhook can handle it. Uh, but you know, you're you're not throwing all this pressure on him to go out, you know, be on a second line and and maybe you know even a, a second line of a power play and have so much pressure on him. He can just ease into it, and then as the season goes on and he gets more comfortable, he's just going to improve. I think the, he's going to be good to start the season. To see his improvement over the course of the year, I think is going to be something to watch. He's going to be a good one, I think. Yeah, and then also. Um... Also, uh, the guy we drafted, Olausen. I mean, I saw him. There was a play where he was going down in the corner, and I mean, he dangled. I had three or four different wild players and got away, and went behind the net and delivered a nice cross feed pass. Um, yeah, you know. So I, I, I think, you know, I, I don't think he'll be playing this year, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, you know, look out for it. I think he'll be kind of. You know, as he grows along, he'll be the next kind of that Nathan McKinnon backup that we've always kind of needed. So I think that was a good choice on Joe Sackick's part on drafting him. I think a lot of people are happy with him and how how much he he's adapting because uh, that was the the question on him was how much could he adapt to the North American game and the the rink size and it doesn't seem to really be bothering him whatsoever. Uh, early on, there's going to be growing pains with him, but, uh, yeah. you know, and when he starts playing, you know, uh, you know, other teams, top guys, uh, can he adapt to that? But so far, I mean, everything is looking really, really good in the Oscar allows, but yeah, we're still a little bit away from him at the pro level. Uh, but you can't help but be excited just by watching what he's done so far. So, yeah. Um, just your overall confidence going into this season. There's been some changes, obviously. 
some guys have left. Was, is there any player that left that you were really hoping they would keep? Is it Grubauer or is it somebody yeah. else? It's it's 100% Grubauer. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, I've seen Kemper. And Kemper is a good goalie. I'm not going to lie. But is he is he good enough to, you know, help backstop the abs in a cup run? Or is he – or is – Maybe, you know, Francois going to be the one to backstop us. You know, I think I think we have a great goaltending, I guess, tandem, I would mm-hmm. say. But I don't think I think that the Kemper and, uh, tr- you know, the Grubauer is stronger than Kemper. That's all I'm going to say on that. <clears throat> you were your Grubauer guy then. I'm a, I was a Grubauer guy. I, right. I felt like I felt like I felt like those you know those like last diving toe saves. I don't think Kemper's going to be able to make those as Grubauer make made it look so easy time and time again. He's a bigger guy. Uh, Kemper's a bigger guy, so you know he kind of just takes up more space as it is. But yeah, I think I think a lot of people are maybe in the camp that you are of yeah you lost. Uh, a Vesna finalist. Um, so they have faith in the person that they brought in and Darcy Kemper, but they're like, we're not just going to throw our support, but like, you need to prove it. It's almost like he needs yeah. to, he needs to like win you over right before you yeah. kind of say like, all right, we got the guy that we and, wanted. And I think that's, I think the best way to do that is come out first game of the year and shut out your opponent. <laughs> I mean that that'll be that'll that that'll win me over. You know, he, he needs a, a day one shutout for him to win day your one, favor. Yes. Okay. That's a lot of pressure, man. Especially on day one early in the season. Uh, you know, you so you're basically telling him, Darcy, you need to to uh shed the rust in the preseason yep. and not like as the season goes along. Yeah. All I right. mean, because I mean I've 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 saw him play and they're you know some soft goals but most of them were power play goals and mm-hmm. you know those those were on on the center who was out there i don't know who was out there but i mean it would it would always go to like the top and then the side kind of like the abs do yeah. and instead of going all the way across to the other side they would quickly just center it and then have uh the guy just turn around and do a quick one timer in the slot and it, it beat him and it beat any goalie yeah. Um, so honestly, I just, I think just that penalty kill just needs, you know, I just kept yelling as loud as I could stay home, stay home, stay home. And, you know, once they realize that, that they need to stay home. I mean, they, I think it already had Minnesota got one more power play in the third period and they didn't score on that one. That was the one they did not score on. So they were listening to you basically. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, cause I I've, I've been in that shoot. I've been in their shoes where I, there was actually a play that I was playing in men's league and the puck, I was, I was playing kind of that middle area and the puck went right through me to a guy. And luckily he, he, he uh, shot when he shot the puck, he missed the net. But I mean, you know, that right there was just kind of a reminder of why you got to stay home and right, right. chase the puck. Love it. All right, everyone. One quick little break in here before we continue on with Devin. And first, Indeed, and thanks to the great resignation, the job market is filled 
with once-in-a-generation talent. So how is your organization going to put together an all-star team? Your front office needs an all-star roster, and you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible. Because you can do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can even invite them to apply right away. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked on. That's indeed.com slash locked on. Offers valid through December 31st. Terms, conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And of course, buy Built Bar. You know it. You love it. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. And they have so many delicious flavors. There is something for everyone. You can choose between flavors such as coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, German chocolate. And I'm sure they have some peanut butter ones, which you know I'm going to devour. So not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy. They have 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. So go to builtbar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Uh, do you do you think there is going to be real uh, competition from the division? I don't know how much you follow the other teams in the division if you're just like uh, oh. Avalanche and Avalanche only, or do you, do you kind of pay attention to what's going on for the rest I, of the division? And, and do you I, think there's a team that I kind of do? Okay, I kind of do, and I see two teams. I see Minnesota and then uh, Chicago. A lot of people are high in Chicago this year. A lot of people think of Chicago's I mean, trending I, up. I I think Chicago is. I mean, you're getting Taves back. You got Kane still. You got the Jones brothers. I mean, it's and and now Flower. I mean, you're that that is that is a little bit starting to look like a pretty scary team you don't want to face. But I do think the Avs are a little bit more scarier with the three headed monster. And then you got McCarr, Byram, and Johnson back. And I think that I think we just have a stronger back end on defense compared mm-hmm. to, you know, Chicago's. And then you mentioned uh, Minnesota, and I, I don't know if you listened to the uh, crossover I did with Seth of uh, Locked on Wild. Even I haven't he, yet. Okay, even he is, is, you know, he is not just taking last year in Minnesota and saying like, oh, we're just going to, you know, expand on that and be even better this year. He, he wants to see what this team can do because were they a product of – the division schedule last year you know what i mean like they they that wasn't the strongest division so now when you have a a full season and you're playing all the other teams 
can they hang? He he wa- he thinks he ca- they can, but I he's think like they can it, too. it's not going to be as easy as it was easy. last year. No. But I'm with you. I think you know they're they're an above average team. I think they're going to hang. I think they can hang for the duration yeah. of the season. You but you like them? Yeah, I, I I see them as as a. Uh, I mean, I just see them as going as just barely getting into the playoffs. You know, yeah, yeah, I, I they're a team that. that barely squeaks in. You know, compared to like I think the I think the two spots in the central are going to be. I think it's going to be the top three is going to be Colorado one, Chicago two, Minnesota three. That's going to be your central division playoff. With team that I'm teams. high on in the central is Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg oh. is going to be right there with uh, with with the Avalanche. I, you know, I think the Avalanche win a division, but I would yeah. say. Uh, Avalanche one. I would think Winnipeg is going to be two, and I'll put. I'll even go Chicago for an outsider, and say Chicago at three. I think Chicago is going to impress a lot of people, and um, you know maybe Minnesota gets one of those wild cards. But don't forget about you know Dallas is always hanging around. Hmm. Um, I don't think much is going to yeah. happen with Nashville and, and Arizona. Um, yeah, because Arizona is just moving to a whole new division. Yeah, and so this is this is going to be you know this is going to be tough teams that they're not used to playing compared in to their easier division with uh, like Edmonton and stuff like that. So give me your prediction then. Can the avalanche do this? Can, can, can they get past the, the second round exits uh, get past the conference final, get into the Stanley cup and, and finally win this thing. Absolutely. It's all, I, I mean, I go back to this saying, uh, this was installed in me when I was playing youth football and youth hockey is how bad do you want it? Mm. If you really want it that bad, like if, like at the end of the season, when Nate said, yeah, I've been into the league for yeah this many years, I haven't won shit. If he, if he really means that and he wants that, that to end and he really wants it bad enough that he's going to rally this team to be like, you know, we don't care who you are. We're going to steamroll you and we're not going to, we're not going to look back. You know, we're just we're going to play solid defense and we're going to have an attack. It's uh, all gas, no break. And I think that's just going to be I think that's just got to be the abs, uh, you know, mindset going into this season. It's just going to be like, you know what? It's our year, you know? Yeah. Screw screw all these other teams. Screw what everybody else. I know we're favorite, but let's just let's prove it. You know, it's time for talking's done. Let's do something. Yeah, I think, you know, <clears throat> the fact that this year starting so we can put last year behind us now but use that as motivation and you know we've had enough of these early round exits and i think like you're saying like now we can use all that stuff forget about how it happened and, and don't let that influence your game but know that it has happened and and own it and let it fuel you and uh i think you know, that, for that reason, I agree with you. I think the Avalanche make a strong, as strong a push as they've ever had in the past because they don't want to go through that again because they've gone through it too many times. So I'm with you, man. I think I think they really can uh, can do it this year for the sole purpose of they have one of the best teams in the league and they're angry. <laughs> they're angry because of all this stuff that happened to them the past three years, um, and yeah. and. They, they, they do not want to experience again, especially guys like Nathan McKinnon. So yeah, uh, I'm with you on that, man. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so are you going to any games this, this year other than you had know, the preseason? Yes. 
right. I'm going to, I'm going to try to attend some games. Okay. Uh, most likely I'm going to try and get to uh, the game when Seattle comes into town. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, okay. I saw their preseason game. They look, they look, they look kind of scary too. And I'm not going to lie. They kind of look like they're, they're ready to have a Vegas type season, even you though think they can do that. Really? I, I, I mean, they look strong. They look, they got great puck movement like like Vegas did. And it's just I just see a lot of like comparisons there. I don't think they will have that much success, but they they have the talent to do it. Do you think and that they could be that team? Like we were talking about Minnesota sneaking in. Could they be yeah, you know, a late they could be they could be a late, yeah. They could right. be the wild card, as I would I would like to refer. I think they're gonna be a wild card this year. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, they'll compete, you know, gone are the days where the expansion team needs like three or four or five seasons to be relevant. Like, uh, the way that this thing is structured because they don't want that. The league doesn't want, the league doesn't want to push over a team, especially in your first year. You have a lot of hype around them. The fan base is excited because they got a team. You don't want them to go out and and have a, a, a dud of a team. Uh, it, it was insane what Vegas got. We didn't think it at the time, but Hey, could lightning strike twice? We don't know. That's what makes hockey yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, another another game I'll be going to definitely is when my other Nova Scotia boy comes out into town and the Penguins go to battle with the Avs. Oh, nice. Uh, that's early yeah. in the season. Or no, no. I think don't they that's go later. Out? That's yeah. that's I think right before I think it's like that's usually in November. And I think that's like right that's either in January or towards like right before the uh Olympic break. So that's going to be okay. Cause I think they play Pittsburgh, but in Pittsburgh early in the season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They, they right. play Pittsburgh usually twice, a, which is weird because they pl- they'll play them twice a twice this season, one in Pittsburgh, one in Colorado. Right. Exactly. Usually. <laughs> what about uh, Man, when, when McDavid comes to town, you, you go see that one or no? Uh, I haven't been to one and uh, or actually, I think I have. I think I did go to the last time in 19 when McDavid was in town. And I mean, just seeing that speed in person, I was like, I've, I've seen it on TV and I'm like, I got to go in person and see this guy, you know, see, mm-hmm. you know, is it just the media looking like making him look fast or is he actually, and I mean, that kid can fly. And so, you know, I'll probably go to that one. Um, and then I'll probably also, I have never been to a Red Wings game. Ooh. I had tickets to go to that one last uh, in 19, but I had a family something pop up to where I could not attend that game, unfortunately. So that kind of broke my heart. And so I'm, I'm going to try and get tickets to when the Red Wings come in town. Okay. You, I, you picked some good ones, man. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, man, yeah, that, that's. I don't, I, man, yeah, Pittsburgh, uh, Edmonton, Detroit. That's a good trifecta right there, dude. So uh, enjoy those. Enjoy the season. We will definitely uh, hook up at some point, maybe during the season, maybe during like the uh, Olympic break. I'll have a, a bunch of people on and we'll kind of uh, dissect where we've gotten so far in the season. If that yeah, sounds. maybe. I don't know. Maybe do another uh, green room. A mid-season type green room type of yeah, I we, like that idea. Uh, we we gotta get the group. Maybe I haven't really thought about it, but yeah, maybe we should get the green room going again on Thursdays. Yeah. It's tough when the season's not going on, but during the season, it's a lot easier to talk about stuff. So that might be something exactly. That we do, so but, uh, those right, are man. always fun. Well, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad that you uh, you enjoyed those. So yeah, uh, but thank you for coming on. Always appreciated, and uh, enjoy the season. 
yeah everybody out there too if you guys are going out to a game and i'm there just if you see me uh you go ahead and flag me down i always i i got new custom jerseys for this season so okay. <laughs> i'll be wearing my nine rough jersey okay. so if you oh, ever nice. see that i usually sit uh uh once uh section 121 or section 120 so you'll you'll if you got why don't you anything? throw out your uh like your twitter so people can oh, yeah. maybe send me a message on there yeah if you all want to ever send me a message on my twitter my twitter is uh at rough devon um r-u-f-f right yep r-u-f-f yep. devon uh the r in rough is capitalized just in case it doesn't come up if <laughs> you don't that, i mean I've, yeah. had, I've had weird things where it doesn't come up so. it is weird sometimes yeah 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 yep, you can follow me on twitter um instagram at devon rough shoot me a message um yeah All and right. then uh yeah hopefully link up awesome man talk all right, dude. Well, like I said, enjoy the season and we will be, uh, we'll, we'll get you back on, uh, prior on Olympic break time and have another chat. Sounds good, man. All right, everyone. That is going to wrap it up for today's episode. So, uh, again, thank you to Devin and again, to you out there listening, if that's something you want to do, jump on, talk some avalanche hockey, please reach out to me and, uh, we'll set something up always ready and willing to do that with, uh, any avalanche fans. So, uh, yeah, thanks to Devin and, you know, just another fan who wants to get this season underway and see Avalanche kind of tear through this league and tear through this division, hopefully. Uh, so that'll be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and making it today uh, your first listen of the day and definitely tune into Locked On NHL to make that your second listen of the day as we are prepping to get ready for the season. Some big stuff going on over there with uh, team previews and divisional previews. So check that out um, as soon as you can. But for today, that's going to do it. And we will see everyone tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. It's always appreciated. We'll see everyone Tuesday. Stay safe. And here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.